Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Head on over to jointhenerdclan.com to get all of the great bonus material and extras from Blake and myself, whether it is Blake's Book Club or Keep Calm and Crown On, the podcast dedicated to the crown on Netflix, or even the After Doc bonus podcast episodes. Yes, I'm saying it like that. After Doc. That's how that's it's how spelled, it's spelled. That's, the, that's the brand. <laughs> yes. Um, you don't want to miss out on all there is at the Nerd Clan. So if you want to support an independently produced podcast like this or just Mary and Blake Media in general, if we are bringing you Lumos in the time of Knox, happiness in the time of darkness, please, please, please head on over to jointhenerdclan.com. My friends who are live, if someone wouldn't mind writing that in the comments, jointhenerdclan.com to become part of the best community on the interwebs. My baby. I didn't even know I was looking for you. Now I found you and you're gone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wish, I wish I could change everything. But I can't, and you know that. And all this sadness is weighing you down. You have my eyes. I see so much pain in them. Aren't you tired? You need to let the pain go. I don't know how. Yes, you do. To this is us too. It's a podcast dedicated to this is us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good time. Hello, everyone. My name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake, and I've never been to New Orleans, not once. And I'm like, and I need to, like, I need to remedy that. I mean, do you want to just drive down? We can quarantine, drive down, do what Randall did. Yeah, just show up. Hey, how are you? Let's drink some absinthe. Why not? <laughs> you know? I have never been to New Orleans either, and it is on my top, like, top three places that I need to get to, except Blake and I decided to have this thing called kids. Yeah. <laughs> and New Orleans isn't, like, the most fun with young kids right now definitely not the most kid friendly place so one day one day we'll go there blake 
You know, uh, I didn't play the scream at, at the beginning of this uh, scene here, Thank and I you. know I know that there was actually more that I did want to play. Uh, but <clears throat> I actually have a story that I can relate to uh, about Randall and um, what went on in that water. I, I um, you know, I've been suffering from some anxiety and, uh, you know, in, in my big throes of depression and everything. And uh, there was, you know, a time when I thought that I just I was going to go crazy, I like legitimately crazy. And I couldn't control my emotion. And I remember sitting in my bed and uh, Mary was downstairs with our children and I was, I was shaking. I was a mess and uh, uh, just, I couldn't control my emotion. And I thought I just need to be rid of this. I need, I don't know what to do. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I just need to be rid of it. And all I did was stick my face in the covers and just, yelled as loud as I could for multiple times. And I'm not saying it worked, but I, I felt better. (laughs) I definitely felt better. And I, you know, you could think, and I think you could maybe make the argument that it was a little cheesy that he's going into the water and screaming, but I'm telling you just as somebody who has suffered from a serious bout of anxiety and dealing with the depression of it all. Yeah, man, screaming helps. The screaming absolutely helps. Actually, I remember one time I, there was a girl uh, that was really stressing out uh, at work. And uh, my assistant manager, EJ, told this girl, G- let's go into the freezer and let's just scream. No one's going to hear us because like the freezer's loud and it's like encased and it's all That's insulated. Cool, yeah. And both of them went into the freezer and just yelled as loud as they could. And uh, and made the girl feel better. That sounds so therapeutic, isn't it? Cool. Yeah, it's kind of like the movie Garden State when they yell into the hole and they all feel better afterwards. That sounds awesome. Uh, so yeah, but not, so uh, again, I'm not saying it works. I just I felt better when I was done. I kind of want to go scream. <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna tell you no. Well, I can't. We live in like a true suburbia. People yeah, are gonna think I'm whatever. dead. Yeah, sure. Maybe some uh, some Vietnamese guy will come rescue you and uh, make Offer you feel me better. Fish. By his- <laughs> Offer you fish in a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that is my story. That's how I related to this episode. Thanks for sharing. Blake. You're welcome. Mary. Remember, everybody, you can find us on all sorts of social media by searching Mary and Blake. Plus, all of our episodes for This Is Us Two and our other podcasts can actually be found on YouTube and your favorite podcast app you do want to make sure <laughs> that you hit sorry the, it's okay sorry rachel, rachel on facebook here watching us live just said i declare bankruptcy remember from the office <laughs> yes no he did sorry <laughs> continue um, you can also find everything you need at maryandblake.com and be sure to join our Facebook group. You literally just search Mary and Blake. And if you're a podcast listener of any of our shows, This Is Us 2, The Potterverse, Bridgerton, Outlander, we chat all the things in our Facebook group. Let's get into the show. Let's do it. I firmly swear oh, that that's I'm the wrong drunk. button, sure Blake. Is. That is the wrong button, Blake. Here we go. This is the one that I wanted. I swear that I'm ready for This Is Us. <laughs> that, 
That is the the beauty of live podcasting, ladies and gents. As you can see, there is no editing with Mary and Blake Media. You get all the warts and all the good times and all the fun and all the mistakes at the same time. Speaking of editing, I want to hear all the details about this particular episode. Well, we're not going to talk about the editor today, though, though. Big fan of Julia Grove. Huge yeah. fan. Uh, the title for this episode was Birth Mother. And Mary, Mary, do you know what? Do you want to yes. know? Yes, Blake, tell me. Do you want to know who it was written by? Tell me, even though I already know, because as soon as you saw the name on the screen, you went, ooh. I did. <laughs> I did. And I'm just going to play you a sound. And all of you, all of you, this is us two fans know who wrote this episode. My girl Kay, <laughs> Kay O'Yagan wrote it, along with Ebony Freeman. Kay, also, and I, a double whammy, I will Kay, Kay's getting double Whitney today. Tell me why. Because she was the director of this episode, too. Hold up. She wrote and directed this episode? Wrote and directed. You know what? As a matter of fact, oh. you know what? And there we go, Kay. Kay was like 2020. What? I've yeah, whatever. I've got this. Oh, Kay. I saw actually a picture of her, you know, on set. She had to wear like a mask, glass glasses, the goggles, the yeah. face shield, yeah. all this kind of stuff. And they got some really cool face shields. Yeah, she on was set. fully protected. Oh, yeah. In this episode, she looked like. Um, <laughs> Like she was ready for Mars or something. I mean, <laughs> these face shows that they have on set, they are taking this pandemic super duper seriously. But we've got Kay. We've, yes. got, we've got lots of Kay. Kay is all over this episode and I'm in on it. And Kay is actually, this is not the first thing she's ever directed. She directed a digital series called A Love Tale, the series, which is based off of the 1999 film, very popular film called A Love Tale from Sidra Smith. So she did it. that in 2018. And then the writers, of course, were Kay O'Yagan and Ebony Freeman. Kay has written uh, many, many great episodes of This Is Us, including I Call Marriage, The Most Disappointed Man, That'll Be the Day, The Big Amazing Beautiful Life, of Philadelphia Story, R&B, The Dinner and the Date, After the Fire, 40 Part 1 and 2, and of course, now this episode here as well. And Ebony Freeman has written Little Island Girl and Light and Shadows. Very cool. So, Bavin, your lemonade rating for this episode. This episode gets a 4.9, almost a 5. I, like, want to give it a 5. Yeah. But there's just a little bit that I'm, like, um, Wait, what were you like? Okay, good. Yeah. Just make it So, sure. it's it's an amazing, 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 amazing episode yes. of television. Uh, Donna on Facebook asks, uh, Blake, are, are, is this a horse? And I'm going to give you my rating, and I think it's going to surprise you all. Yeah, it surprises me. Even though Kay is my girl. You just gave three Whitney sound effects. I gave three Whitneys. Three Whitneys So there is no Kay. doubt where your allegiance lies. Oh, yeah, no, Kay. And, and then Kay is the specific reason why I'm giving this rating. Uh, I'm giving it a 4-4. Four, four. Oh, my God. Yeah. If Kay listens to this episode... She's going to sit down right now. Okay, just understand I gave you three Whitney's, okay? That that is an unheard. I don't even give Tobias Menzies three Whitney's, okay? Oh, Tobias Menzies get, doesn't get three Whitney's. What is going on? 4.4. 4. You know, I mean, uh, I know that that's relatively high for you. Um, You're like the Professor Snape of <laughs> podcasting. Well done. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I 
Listen, I love this episode for what it is. It was well written, well directed. Again, I-E-K. I think that you have um, some great bookends as Kay knows, you know, personal friend of the show, Kay. She knows it. It's a Mary and Blake commandment. You need a good bookend. However, however, there's a fatal flaw to this episode. And we're going to get into that in a little bit. But it's something that I think if it wasn't for the extra quality that K provided. The K magic. The K magic. That's going to be our new shirt, K magic. Uh, If it wasn't for the K magic, this would have been a much lower episode for me. She pretty much like pixie dust everything. She... I can fly, I can She's fly, I can it. fly. Yeah, I know. So uh, what about your GBG, Mary? Okay. What do you got for your my GBG? My good, my bad, my great. My good is I actually really cared about Laurel. Had you asked me last week, yep. do you think you're going to feel the feels and possibly shed tears over Laurel? I would have said, no, I'm done with yep. hashtag who are they? I'm done with new people. I've got enough people that I'm trying to juggle. No, I don't want to know about Laurel. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really want to know about Laurel, but then all of a sudden I did. <laughs> And I was like, "Hey, uh, what witchcraft did you just do to me?" So that's my good. Yep. My bad is where do we go from here? Like we just spent this episode with Laurel. Yes. So does that mean that Randall now is kind of he's gone with his demons? Like he can kind of move on and be happy again one day and go back to like hot dad. And like, Hot you know, <laughs> like dancing in the kitchen, because that's the Randall that I miss right now. And I yeah. have been Randall's gone through a lot of heavy stuff, like in his own life and then in the political atmosphere and his job this year. Um, but I just don't know where this now fits with all the other things. Like, I feel like we're juggling so many balls right now. Yep. And then like the Laurel Ball came in and the Laurel Ball was like a really heavy ball. Big like ball. I was juggling and I was like, I can't. I, it's like I was juggling balls and then someone threw in a bowling pin. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Dude, I just learned how to juggle. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, you were juggling what? Never mind. And then my great is hashtag all the charm. We got a clean cut of that. That's going to be used from now on. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Blake. You doubted doing a double podcast tonight. I got you. Uh, so my my great is hashtag oh, all the Charmin. We joke here in Miriam Blake Media that uh, we don't use tissues. No. We use Charmin. Charmin's great. Charmin's too poor such for a tissues. great toilet paper. We spend our extra money to get the Charmin, That's though. That's true. I'm telling you, none That's of this like point. single ply. I want that bear who doesn't have the little bits on its butt. Like, That's yet. what I want. You know that commercial? Absolutely, I like, do. Everybody knows I, that commercial. I'm not going to lie. Like I've never had toilet paper bits on my butt, but maybe if I was furry, <laughs> Like, what is going on, little bear? It sold me, though. I was like, I don't want anything else because that can maybe happen with other toilet papers. But Charmin also makes really good tissues for This Is Us. So frequently, Blake and I just take a roll when we're watching the show. Uh, We didn't last night, though, because I doubted that I would care this much about Laurel. And then that last scene came. The scene in the pond with, with Randall and Laurel. And I just looked at Blake and I was like, done. Yeah, that's it. Yep, all the tears. So, Blake, you're GBG. Yeah, so I will say that my good, uh, the first the first good uh, is 
it's a choice. It's a it's a writing choice that uh, that my girl Kay makes, uh, and and uh, sprinkles the K magic, mm-hmm. which is not giving you this story. You know, just like straightforward. It's not giving you everything uh, from the 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 cat's mouth okay it's it's actually telling you this story through the the lens of a loving partner oh hi and it's 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 your boy hi oh man um that choice i don't even like fish but i would eat his fish (laughs) (laughs) oh my god you know what that's what she said (laughs) uh having hi tell this um this story is Excellent. Yes. Uh, because it's not, it, you can see that the story is romanticized a little bit and it's fine for it to be romanticized because it's coming from him. Mm-hmm. And it's great that it's, the, it's, it's anchored by uh, a, a tabletop, con- a table side conversation. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's a whole ton of exposition that doesn't feel like exposition. We were all Beth, like, make me some uh, popcorn. This is right. good. This is like the notebook. Yes. <laughs> uh, and they even talk about that, like, yeah. oh my God, is this the notebook? Yeah. Or whatever? Okay, fine, whatever. Like, why did she leave me? Why didn't she come back to mm-hmm. me? Uh, they took that and they could have, like, this could have brought the whole season to a screeching halt having this story be told uh, the way and when it was told. Screeching stop? Uh, Blake, are you trying to foreshadow the coming up next week? Oh, good one. Good one. Look at you. Uh, But my bad. (laughs) What? I'm just thinking that that should have been my bad. Next week on This Is Us, yeah. Kevin crushes. Yeah, I'm going to talk about okay. that later. Continue, sorry. Um, but my bad, and this is a very specific bad, and okay. again, this is the thing that breaks the episode for oh. me. And it breaks your heart for Kay? And, yes, it does, because, and I would love to have Kay on the show and ask her about this choice, which is, I get like the immediate the immediacy of Laurel not being able to go back after the hospital and she's in jail and she's in jail for five years like that all makes sense to me that but and I even get the idea that she only has so much money to get somewhere and she takes um, and she takes a bus trip back to New Orleans because that's her home that's where she knows and the only person that's really loved her and taken care of her to the extent that she appreciates is her aunt may i i get all that what i don't get is that we go from 1985 when she was released to 2015 when she died there's there is 30 years of life where she didn't make a single effort to find randall find william like in the even the first few years coming back, maybe she didn't have enough money. Maybe she maybe she did feel like she was punishing herself, and that is how Kate chooses to kind of whistle past the graveyard here. Yeah, she felt like she didn't deserve to be a mother. She felt she was punishing herself. At the same time, we have High saying, "I think she was punishing herself," but there wasn't a single night that went by when she didn't dream about you when she is in jail. So are you telling me that these two women exist at the same time? The one who doesn't stop thinking about her kid, but then she punishes herself for it. I find that to be, and Kay, if you're listening, I'm sorry, feels like lazy writing. 
and the, the the simple solution is I tried. I tried to find him, but I didn't I couldn't find William. I didn't even know my kid's name. How can I find my kid if I don't even know his name? What are we gonna do? Like I yeah, I could check the birth records and I could check the 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 adoption records, but how how would I know even where to begin? So you could you can make a simple argument. And and that's the reason why I say this is bad, because even though the whole episode was great, I get stuck on the fact that there was no effort made whatsoever. And I I How would she find the baby? Exactly my point. It, it I'm asking you. I have you no ex- idea. I have no idea. But the the fact remains I always believe somebody when they're doing their absolute most they can do in a film that when it feels when the emotional math adds up when it feels true to me and this does not feel true to me it feels like a writing trick that they're using to say yeah she didn't go find her kid it's like they're shoehorning this in and they had no other explanation other than she was punishing herself. what confused me is that she didn't find William. Because William was still in the same city. Was he still in the same apartment even? Yep. Um, like she could have most likely found William yep. at some point. And that's what I'm saying. Like Maybe there... not Randall. Like Randall was dropped off at a fire station. Yep. Then he was brought to a hospital. And who knows where that hospital was. Like it makes sense that she wouldn't have necessarily been able to find Randall. Yep. But why was she not able to find William? Right. And if you wanted to squint, you could say that... Maybe she stuck around, didn't try to find William because High was there and they saw each other again. And maybe she was just content in being with High. But I still feel like this is also the woman that thought about her son every single day and night in jail. And she's making no effort to find her baby daddy. Right? Like none whatsoever to be like, hey, where's our kid? I just, I find it disingenuous at I best. also wonder, so... You know, we've talked about depression on this show, and I wonder, you know, both of us have had thoughts during sure. deep, dark depression that our family would be better off without us. Yep, absolutely. Laurel, as we see her post-jail, is rarely happy. The first time she even smiles is when she sees hi. Yep. And even then, he's married, and all they do is see each other for tens of years it seems yep. at the market they don't even talk so i take that as literally the only joy in her life is when she sees him which to me feels like laura was carrying this depression and serious guilt that she did this mm-hmm. you know like and made up the story like he might he must be better off than now without me which is sadly what like you and i have both gone through very dark times um we have thought that our family will be better off without me and so that's what i'm wondering if she's just told herself that yes you can still miss your baby and wonder what happened to them but also say like what good would i be to him right now you know i'm a washed up i i went to jail he's he's moved on like how would i even find him how would i have explained this like i'm a mess now like i equate to nothing and you know what would i even say and it makes you wonder like what conversation she just had going on in her own head but that's what sticks in my mind is both you and i have said that as parents in depression we have both had very low moments 
where you said, I think my family's better off without me. Yep. So I, and that is 100% correct. That is a fact. The problem is, again, there's a 30-year gap. And are you telling me that at no point, granted, maybe she didn't get treatment for it. Maybe it was missed, uh, undiagnosed. Maybe because it was undiagnosed and she didn't get treatment, maybe she suffered from a, a very serious bout of depression for that yeah. long. But I still maintain there's a 30-year gap there. And Elizabeth here on Facebook in the comments made a, a, a very salient point. I don't think the show intended for, for Laurel to live. In, in 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 the beginning, and then they were like, "We have to tell this story." Yeah, and that's why there is like a cognitive dissonance there. Like there is, there is, there is an inexplicable gap in time, and because there's just no reason for it. I don't think there's no reason for it. Fair enough. I think that there's a lot of people who suffer and hold themselves back from getting help or getting into contact with family. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's move on. Uh, my, my grade, though. My grade, of course. <laughs> the great debate. My, my grade, of course, is uh, the end scene with Randall. And despite all the stuff with, you know, the, the logic behind his mother never finding him or never going to search let's him out. Let's leave that now, okay? Uh, Can we move on from that? Uh, yeah, sure, because I think Thank we've you. talked about it. I agree. Um, there, the fact of the matter is that Randall in this show has ventured into this kind of territory before, especially with Jack, where our characters are interacting with other characters who are not alive. And I really love the creativity of that, especially having the older and younger version of his yes. mother and the bookend of it all about how uh, it's almost a repeat uh, his scene with his mother with uh, that she had with Aunt May and saying, I don't know how to let go of this. I don't know what to do. And there's a there's a, essentially a three-peat of this screaming in the water and how that uh, mm-hmm. that involves the characters and how that develops them and, and solves their issues. Really good stuff. So yeah. are you ready for the big three feedback? I sure am. Let's do it. And we said... That's three. Big three? Big three! Heather writes in that this episode gets five plus lemons. One of the best hours of television I have watched in a while. The only bad next week's preview. All I want to know is why did they throw that in there? Otherwise, great. We're right there with you, Heather. What did Jordan say? Jordan says 4.9. I forgot I was watching This Is Us at times. It felt like a movie or a new series with all new characters. But I was so hooked on High Story and so happy Randall found out the clarity. But oh, that cliffhanger preview. So worried about Kevin now. Yes, yes, yes. Eileen Marie gives this episode 3.8 lemons. This episode is tough because a lot is riding on it to sell the audience on the idea of Laurel coming back from the dead. For me, it doesn't quite sell me, but I do think this episode did something well. The good was the moment when we learned the year Laurel got out of prison. And then they cut to the scene with Jack and baby Randall in the same year. Oh, I'm getting choked up. I wish we had seen a few more of these moments throughout the story, not only to show us Laurel's story, but also to show us how Randall was processing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yes. Sounds, <laughs> it sounds like Laurel may have rekindled her for relationship with High around the time Randall and Beth met or adopted Deja, so that could have been an interesting cutscene to show them both experiencing life-changing relationships. I'm sure there are other moments that they could have paralleled as well. Her bad was a few, unfortunately. Their explanation for Laurel never trying to remember or to find Randall seems underdeveloped to me, or maybe 
it's just lazy writing. I can only imagine how painful it must have been to lose her baby and William and they'd be placed into prison system for five years, but to never even try to look them up seems strange. I'm not saying she needed to hire a private investigator, but she only died in 2015. So she never even tried to do a Google search about it. Also, I can't help compare her story and characters to William. And in comparison, her story felt a little too jumpy and predictable for me. I think this may be because her entire story was condensed down to one episode, while William's story had nearly a whole season to be developed. Felt like we were just getting the Spark Notes version of why we should love Laurel, and I wanted the whole novel instead. I think they wanted this episode to be comparable to Memphis, and it just didn't have the same effect for me. In her great was while I wasn't a huge fan of the storyline, I do love the feelings of hope and peace and closure this episode brought about. I didn't like the scene in the lake at the end, but I loved what it represented for Randall and the symbolism of the water cleansing Randall of his resentment, pain, insecurities, and all the other baggage he's been holding on to. His conversation with Beth at the end gave me a feeling of hope for the future. Great, great points. And there's some things that I do want to talk about as a result of these the, this points in, in our further analysis of this episode, Mary. One... What did you think about the tacked on stuff with Kevin, number one, but also the conversation with Beth? Do you think this driving... Tacked on meaning the coming up next week no, no, or the, the, in this actual episode? In the actual episode. Um, and then we will get into the preview for the next episode. But in the actual episode, did you feel like this was necessary yes. for this episode. Yes. How come? This to me was why this episode needed to happen. That Rand, uh, Randall has been like pulling his puzzle piece back together. You know, he's fallen apart several times, battling with his anxiety. And as I said, you know, he's had a lot of changes in his life and just the upheaval of 2020 in his life in general. Um, and then everything going on health-wise with his mom and his, his fight with Kevin. And as he's in the water and he says, I didn't even know I was looking for you. It's like he finally has that final puzzle piece and yeah. he's able to see things clearly now and know what matters and what doesn't matter. And through that, he can now start his healing process. Yep. And so that to me needed to happen in this episode to show this is why he had to go through this big thing so that he could have this healing and um, get back to the family that he does have still here on Earth. Sure, I... I kind of wanted this episode to just be self-contained, I think. Um, and that's only because I got a chance to see it, right? I got a chance to see how this whole thing played out, especially with that emotional ending with, you know, his mom. Um, that was beautiful. That was a, That's a scene, like, I've always wondered when they were going to match the scene when, like, Jack was doing the push-ups and Randall was on his back. Yeah. And it's not to say that this is us hasn't come back to that level. It has, I think, on 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 certain on on certain episodes. But I think, like, that's one of the only scenes I think of when I think of this is us. Like that fur, like that doing push-ups. Just the lighting, the way that it was. I feel like this is the first time this is us has matched that kind of visual, but also emotional weight. Mm -hmm. Would you agree with that? Yes, I would. Yeah, I, I think would. so too. And and. Having that be the capper, I feel like that should just be. Don't add anything else to it, especially when you get into the manipulation that they get into with Kevin. No. Well, that's. I think that that's what spoiled it for me. Because as I said, this brings it into the rest of this episode. You know, we had the viewers say, like, I kind of felt like I was in a different show or movie. I was, I was entranced by these characters, but it just... 
it didn't fit with the rest of This Is Us because it wasn't people that I know. And by having that little bit with Kevin, it brought it back and it showed us this is why. This is why this is here. But the preview for next week. Goodness so, gracious. And I, that is not my girl Kay's fault. That is not Kay magic, okay? No. That is... I think manipulation that's, at its worst because that is we network television absolutely as most of you know we just got done uh, binging and binge podcasting Bridgerton and, and I'm not saying Bridgerton is a better show than this is us I don't believe mm-hmm. that it is but it comes from Shonda Rhimes who has existed and operated so. Um, successfully in the uh, network television world. Uh, And you could see the DNA of network television at Bridgerton. And when you squint real hard, you can see the network television in This Is Us. And unfortunately, it's it's like there to to be like, oh, come back next week because guess what? But for someone who is engaged in the material, for someone who's we paying attention, <laughs> we don't need it. You already have a great show. You already had a great ending in this episode. People's hearts are full. And you you, you think you got to tease me with this episode when we all know as super, not super fans, but as fans. I'm a super fan. No, I, I mean, like not all of us are super fans like, like us or the people who are watching us live or even listening to this podcast. But for us who, you know, we nerds who engage with this material, we already know that Kevin's totally fine in the future. We already know it. Yeah, we do. He what the hell are we wasting our time for with this, up his face. with this preview? Maybe the like maybe it makes it more difficult for him uh, to like go back to acting, or maybe it makes it more difficult for him to get back to Madison, who maybe he's got an issue that she's in labor. And I mean, like, let's break the news to Kevin already. He's coming from Canada into the U.S. Honey, you got a quarantine. Yeah, right. Like, have you been outside of the U.S.? That is the first question they're going to ask you at the hospital. And he's gonna be like, uh. <laughs> No. <laughs> Not within just... the past hour. <laughs> um, I just, it's a lot. And I know that that is not pot necessarily of this episode. Does but Kevin it... get amnesia? Oh my God. I really like. <laughs> no, God, please. No. 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 That's right, Michael. No! I can't have that. That is, we call that. Um, Does he have a moment where he's like half dead and he sees his dad? I hope not. He I says, really hope. Get not. up, Kev. We call that Kim, get some babies. We call that Kim Bauer syndrome. When remember when Kim? In I don't 20, remember because it probably wasn't that good. In twenty four, when she. Oh no, I'm sorry, not Kim. Um, it was Jack Bauer's wife that got that got amnesia in season one when she falls off the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get back to This Is Us, this episode. There was a lot to digest. A lot of people that we will never see again, and yet we cared about. We cared about Laurel's brother, for example. immediately. And I love that line that that Randall has where he says, I found and lost an uncle in five minutes. Yeah. Like, amazing. And I was genuinely surprised at how much I was invested in Laurel's story. And again, I think that is because... I think that's because it's being told through High's lens. Like if if it wasn't that way, if it was just 
Randall finding out through random people or if it was if he actually really met his mom if it was if we didn't already know that she died in 2015 would you have that kind of visceral reaction that you did to Laurel's story nope I don't think so either you need to do it through the eyes of a love I think so I and uh it's just it's kind of reminds me of Forrest Gump a little bit Hmm, yeah you know for it's I, I know it's different yeah but it's Forrest telling a story of his life. And you see, in this case, obviously, High telling a story of of the love of his life. And mm-hmm. like you, you have that bittersweet feeling when he hands the keys over to Randall. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. <sighs> oh, the other man. thing I'm wondering, too. So, of course, the was it the Dubois? Whatever family Laurel came from, which was right. a well-off family yes. in New Orleans. Um, I w- wonder, like, was there anybody else in this family that Randall is now related to? So, obviously, her brother died yep. and Aunt May died. And probably the parents have already died because they'd be really, really old at this point. Yep. Um, but are there any other cousins? Yeah, like... Like, wouldn't you want to just kind of, like, search for Dubois or whatever? I mean, he probably has some family there. I just... I, he could this, have a family reunion at his new farmhouse. This is the thing with this episode. Like, They're opening up a whole new world, sparkling, it, shimmering splendor. I know, and it kind of reminds me of Damon Lindelof when he said, you know, like, in, in The Leftovers, when he's like, listen, questions lead to answers. Oh, I'm sorry, it was in Lost questions lead to answers and the more answers lead to more questions. And that is what this episode is kind of doing for this is us. It's going to give you answers, but you're only going to ask more questions. Like, are you telling me that the Dubois aren't going to find their daughter? Are you telling me that there are, there's no other family that is going to try to find her? Like there there's, and she calls her dad in a heartbreaking scene. Oh my gosh. He knows it's her. He knows it. And she doesn't say anything. Are you telling me that the dad is just going to give up? Oh, sorry. My daughter's gone. Don't know where she is. Well, she oh, was well. in a jail. Where was she at that point? Was she in California at that point? Was she already transferred? Um, he couldn't star yeah, he, six she nine was, at that time. Yeah, but even okay, she was transferred to California. But there's there is you can't find her. She could have written a letter. But they are such a well off family that they're that he does have resources that probably a lot of families don't. It, it, yeah, and Russell here in in the in the Facebook chat says it. Every answer leads to more questions, and that's right. Okay, so let's talk more about this episode because you're complaining a lot. I don't mean to complain. I'm just saying, like, this is the this is the issue when you introduce this kind of episode into your show. And what I mean is, I felt like this episode. Like, I really loved this episode, and you're making me not love it as much. So this episode feels like this is us light. No, you know what I mean? it made me cry. It gave me so many feelings. We just need to we need to trust in Kay. Yes. And see where it goes. I always trust in Kay. Okay. I always so, so stop hating. Did 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 this story legitimize for you Laurel being alive? Number one. Like the Sure. And like the 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 choice for Laurel being alive. Like is this a necessary part of the story for you? I am very happy that with everything that Randall has gone through that he is able to know his mother's story. Yes. 
when he said, I didn't even know I was looking for you. That's what yeah. made me say, okay. That's when I started to cry. Because I was like, oh my gosh, this is why. This is why this episode is here. We all had it dawn on us the moment that it dawned on Randall. Yeah. Yep. And and, and let me let me say this. I actually quite liked this episode. I did. I really did. I thought it was it was very emotional. Yes. And as as is a Mary and Blake commandment, how does a show or a book or a movie, how does it make you feel? Um and it this made us feel a and lot. this one made me feel and I was I was prepared to be like, nope, nope, I'm I'm out. I was I was ready to say I'm done with this. Like with this episode and the whole Laurel story and everything. But it won me over. And sure, there are things that bother me about it, but it won me over. Like the fact that High is so tech savvy in 2020 that he <laughs> sees Randall's viral video. And yeah, five years ago, they couldn't Google William Hall. William Hill. Hill? Yes. Whatever. That's probably why she probably forgot his last name. Couldn't <laughs> find him. <laughs> um, yeah, I just... there. When you when you yeah. squint at I the know, details, it's kind of like, okay, what are we doing? Okay, see what I'm saying. So, what else did you love about this, this is, episode? But this is a natural. Uh, I, I think as I think it was Ellen who said it earlier. I could be wrong. This is a natural, um, sequel, if you will, or oh, side yes. quill yes. to Memphis. And. Where do you think this stands in relation to Memphis? And I kind of want this episode to be called New Orleans. I know. Nola. I kind of wanted it to be called New Orleans. After seeing it, being like, oh, that would have been cool if it was called New Orleans. I loved it. I mean, the fact that I could fall in love with this character and feel the way I felt through just one episode um, really speaks speaks loads. So it's up there. Even though I don't necessarily know how it's going to play out in the grand scheme of the story, it is definitely up there. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I just, I Memphis was an all-time great television show, like mm-hmm. telev- television episode. Agreed. Um, so I don't think it's fair to compare Birth Mother to that episode. Um, I think it is fair. Well, what do you mean? I think that it's very high up there in regards to This Is Us television episodes. Sure. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair. Okay. That's that's fine. I, I'm, I'm happy that you asked it. Um, all right. Uh, got anything else that you want to say about this episode? No, anything I... you want to talk about? I mean, Randall owns uh, uh, a farmhouse, a, a farmhouse in New Orleans. now in New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, there is that again. There, as we mentioned, there is that three beat of people screaming in the river, uh, and uh, I found the, the river. The, which prior to us recording, my friend Sarah noted on our pre-show that that water whew, was mucky looking. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, watch out! Wait, step. <laughs> oh man, not great, Bob. Um, and I, I found the love story and even the deterioration of the love story between High and Laurel believable. Agreed. And I also find the love story between Laurel and William also believable. Like I 
I find both of them to exist yeah. in the same world. I mean, we've all watched Titanic. We know she fell in love with a couple of people. Right. It's okay to let Leo go. <laughs> Veronica here says on Facebook, this is the first time ever I'm siding more with Blake than Mary. I'm so conflicted. It's okay, Veronica. Yes, welcome to the dark side. It is okay. Um. So, yeah, I, I, I found it believable. And I, I loved how it was almost, almost this story of like, uh, this girl who had a life before her and chose to not do it and follow her heart. And I also believe high when he was like, listen, I can't go. I can't leave this place. Oh, I have my family. Broke your heart, didn't it? Right. Absolutely did. It and her was- just coming out of the taxi and, you know, just explaining from the get go that she just didn't fit in with her family. She just her parents didn't get her and she would just keep escaping to Aunt May's. You just knew that she had a different free spirit, a free spirit, which for the most part was crushed after she gave birth. Right, right. Uh, And lastly, I also love the choice that Hai got married and had kids and and was true to that. The the same way, essentially, that Laurel was in love with William and and Mm -hmm. had a kid. And and it was was enough to just wave at each other and just acknowledge that and, and... and be there. And I love how he tells her, I love you in Vietnamese. And she says that to Randall in the water. Oh my God. There are so many good bookends. Yes. So many good bookends in this episode. The K magic is real and it is alive. Now, some people wonder like, was that her ghost? Do we think that was her ghost? Or do we think that this was just like Randall dreaming and kind of letting it all go? Because some people really think that like her ghost came and spoke to him. I mean, if you wanted to believe that, that would be fine to me. But Randall also has a history of imagining his dead parents. Uh, so, like when he was at the cabin, it, granted, it was also aided by a little, by a little. I mean, he mushrooms. may have taken some absinthe while he was in that farmhouse. I know, in uh, old absinthe, not like new absinthe. Um, he imagined Jack and talking with Jack at the cabin, if you recall. I do uh, during during the, uh, that episode called The Trip. Um, so is there's a history there, and I'm willing to accept the fact that it was just uh, his imagination, you know, in one that, a cathartic imagination for him. So mm-hmm. uh, anything else you got to say about this episode, uh, my love? No, I just, I really, 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 really enjoyed it. Would you like to go on uh, an absinthe-fueled sex trip with me to nope. New Orleans? Nope. Like <laughs> Randall and... Uh, nope. And, and Beth did. I don't think I would do well in absinthe. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, I've only had new absinthe, like because like old absinthe they don't make no more, uh, which is good. Um, and well, we'll get into that. Uh, so, get anything else? Nothing. No. Okay. Good. Want to do some in or out? Yes. Let's do it. What's it gonna be, McFly? <laughs> Are you in or out? All right. Want to let you know that this. Uh, <laughs> segment segment thank you mary we've done two podcasts tonight it is 10 30 at night my brain is tired this segment's brought to you by minute with mary please go to minute with mary.com why mary because it's your one-stop shop for all things beauty and skincare. i have an amazing deal going on for the month of january where you can get my january beauty box filled with my favorite items it's just for uh 99 dollars, but it's over 400 dollars worth of product you're gonna get stuff for your lips your eyes your face your skincare including my eye cream which is amazing to find out more just search the Hashtag Minute with Mary and shoot me a message or you can go to MinuteWithMary.com. Okay, before we get into in or out, Brittany Christine on Facebook says, I think I feel like it's her ghost. 
just given the place, the river being a sacred place for the mother. And New Orleans just gives me all the spirit vibes. I mean, I'm down with it being a ghost. I kind of am too. I kind of am too. I've had a ghost experience, so I'm okay if it's a ghost. Sure. All right. All right. In or out on uh, uh, fish in newspaper. In. Out. Oh. Out, 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 out. Where has that newspaper been? It's been all over the place. Where do you think the fish has been? It uh, doesn't matter. You're going to have to wash the fish. You're going to get the ink on the fish. You're washing it off. You're not eating and it. you know just how like newspaper that. gets when it gets all wet? It gets all like Yeah, it keeps the fish from drying out. gummy and ugh, out, 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 out. Uh, in or out on swimming in rivers. If I can see the bottom a little better <laughs> than you could in May's pond. Yeah, no. I couldn't see it and I could just picture it being a little slimy and like you'd have to go and like stomp around to like clean out the muck. Like that would be your job in May. Like go out and clean up the muck. Like just go and stomp around and yeah. like wake up the leeches. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not doing that. And how many alligators are in this but river? But I love whitewater rafting in a river. Yes. I love tubing in a river and I just love like chilling in a river, man. Yeah, like if you're in a boat, Awesome. No, I in. like swimming, but just not when nope. it's super green and nope. mucky. Nope, nope, out, out, out. Especially with all that stuff in there. You know, who knows who's been in there washing clothes? Like, uh, who cares if people are washing clothes? Go and, cool off. And, wait, wait, they, they got lots of stuff happening in that river, and I'm out on it. All right, in or out on New Orleans. I'm in. I want to go. I, I want to go to New Orleans, too. Let's go to New Orleans and I have an absent-filled sex debate. No, I, I, I want to go have the... Uh, <laughs> the princess and the frog the experience. The princess and the frog experience <laughs> Look at you. I'm maturity shows. Okay, go, Blake. All right, in or out on uh, the movie The Notebook. Oh, complicated answer. How about you? I'm in. Good. Give me all the Nicholas Sparks. You know, you know why? Oh my gosh, yes. Because like, I'm just... You're a sucker for a good romantic. I'm a rom- sucker, you man. Are. I'm a real sucker good for it. romantic thing. I love The Notebook, but I cried so much in The Notebook when I first saw it because I just broke up with my uh, with one of my boyfriends and I saw that movie and I was like, this, this is my fate. I will not have someone who can bring me out of dementia. Yeah. Like, because I don't, I didn't marry my high school sweetheart. I'm screwed. <laughs> I hate your notebook. Yeah, watching the notebook, newly single, not the best idea. And then you met me. Not right after that. No, I it know, took a while. I'm saying, it's, but then you met me. It took a while. I know. You can bring me out of I'll bring of, you uh, out of dementia. Men- memory loss. Oh, yeah. All right, in or out on journaling. So in. I have so many journals, except I keep losing them. We saw Randall... <laughs> <laughs> right? We saw Randall journaling in his experience. Love it uh, at the house. Um, I'm out on journaling. I know you are. That's why you're not a Randall. Because I just feel like you're just writing stuff that happens to you. Yep. And so you can reflect on it and look back in it. It's what your memories for. Yeah, I, my memory's not that good. <laughs> then if it ain't worth, if you can't remember, it ain't worth remembering. I actually was journaling the beginning of the pandemic. I journaled for about the first month. Did you really? Yeah. And did you lose the journal? No, I have it. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. And then I was like, this is still going on. <laughs> Every page is still going on. Still, still going here. on. Still here. Still here. Oh, man. I'm out on journaling. Okay. I feel like it's just a waste of time. All right. Uh, I love journaling. Lastly, in or out on um, absinthe. Out. Why are you out on absinthe? I don't think I'd be good on it. Why? 
because I don't. Tastes like licorice. You love licorice. I do love licorice, but doesn't absinthe make you go a little crazy? Well, old absinthe did, not like new absinthe. What is new absinthe? Is it like tequila? Uh, yeah, sure, but it tastes like licorice. Okay. Old absinthe was like, like legit. Yeah, I'm not okay with that. <laughs> no, thank you. New absinthe's fine. It's it's cool. No, all set. All right, you got a hot take. Why did you delete the hot takes? Because those were from last week. I wrote a hot take and now you deleted it. What's uh, your hot hold, take? Hold on, no, hold on. It's okay. I, I no, know no, what it is. I, I, I know got, what it is. There it is. I memorized there it. There it is. I got What's it. your hot take, Blake? All right, hold on. Here it is. All right. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if this thing with Kevin. I wonder. You have to say it like Ollivander. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if this thing with Kevin and the accident, it's like so network TV that I feel like it's a red herring. Will he fall in love with the nurse? Will the nurse be Sophie? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's NBC right there. That's that and you know what I say to that? <laughs> I hope not. I really hope not. Oh, man. <laughs> Kevin, I, what are you doing here? I just left Virgin River. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh. Okay, you want my no my hot take? Yes. I'm still saying it, guys. And if nothing comes of this, shame on This Is Us. Boozy Beth. Ah, okay, yes, okay? yes. Beth's always got booze. And that's okay. She's a grown adult. She's a mom of three teenage girls. She's living in a pandemic. Her husband is a um, vocally elected official. Her dance practice is pretty much just shut down. They just moved. They got crazy stuff going on. Okay, I can appreciate it. But rarely does an episode go by when I see Beth and she doesn't talk or have booze. That's that's right. And she talked about wanting some absinthe two or three times in this episode. And we're gonna need more drinks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, it's there, and I'm thinking it's still there for a reason. And I'm wondering if this is why they are not together at some point. No, no, we thought that they weren't together. Oh, they are together. But they are together in the future. Okay. Well, whatever. Something's gonna happen. And if not. Like, why is that her token accessory? I know, I know. Why can't she, like, chill out, like, and chew, maybe like, she, why go can't get she a chew massage gum? every once in a while? I'm all for her being able to have a drink. I'm just saying it's weird that that is, like, it, like if she was a Funko Pop, it would be with a bottle of wine. <laughs> no judgment. If 2020. A, if she was a Funko Pop. I mean, how many people could say the same right now, right? It's okay. <laughs> That's true. But it's just something that I've noticed, and now I can't unsee it. Brittany here suggests, uh, in maybe in her own hot take, maybe Kevin will help Beth. That would be amazing because I do love that that friendship. That would be a well. Like if he noticed it, that would be a well written, like subplot that's just been lurking in the background for many years. That'd be good. I like that. I mean, it's something that is being addressed slowly in our society right now. Is just yes. like how mommy time and mommy wine is just like put inside our society so pretty much moms just think like oh it's five i'm making dinner i need to drink oh the kids have been bad i need to drink i'm gonna put this in my little mommy sippy cup so it would be interesting for them to tackle it at some point Um, what a last question i have for you what did you feel like 
do you feel like this this thing with Randall and Kevin is real? Like, yes, I think so too. Yes, I think so too. I think the show needs to move on. I think Randall's been able to clean out the infection. Yep, and realize that a lot of that was just like the finding out where he came from. Yes, and that this is going to give him something really good. Plus, he got a farmhouse. Yes, and that's why it's important. I think for this episode to exist because that is the infection. I think for Randall, a lot of the infection. Yeah, this will propel the relationship between he and, and Kevin to move forward. And it, it serves as a good closeout for the first act. He used of, to go on Ancestry.com though and find these Dubois. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> and notice that, of course, at the end of the first act, there is this one thing that happens that tries to hook you for the second act, which will probably begin the main of the episodes, what you're of, saying. Yeah, okay. the main issues of the season, which is Kevin getting in this car accident, coming back to deal with Madison, who's in labor, apparently. It's okay. I told you twins go in like a labor early. Oh, no, I know. I'm just saying. It's just, it's not a coincidence that all of this is happening when it is happening, at least according to the writing. So, all right, you ready to close it out? You know, it'll be interesting too. What's that? Is if the twins are being born right now, they're most likely going to be in the NICU. And Kate had NICU experience. Oh, good one. I like that. But they won't be able to go visit and help out because of the pandemic. Yeah, I like it. All right, let's close it out, shall we? Yes. Thank you all so very much for taking the time to tune in to This Is Us Too. We do this because it brings us joy, and we hope that it brings you joy. And if it does, if this podcast brings you joy, if you hang out with us once a week and laugh along or yell at the stereo, no, that's not what I feel or think, leave us a review. One of the best things you can do is actually go to the Apple Podcasts app. Um, Even if you don't necessarily go to Apple Podcasts that often, go to that app is the best one to leave your written review. Five stars is preferable. It makes me smile. I'm just saying. Um, but it helps other people who like This Is Us find out about it. And also sharing is caring. Screenshot this podcast and share it in your Instagram stories and tag us at Mary and Blake Media. Or share it on your Facebook stories and tag us. Let people know where they can find us. Yep, absolutely. So that's all, ladies and gents. My name is Mary Larson. My name's Blake. And this is Us Too. <laughs>